You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, punters, dribblers, the home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Brought to you courtesy of the Diamond Tina Podcast Network. Back again for another week. Don't know what week it is this year, Eddie, if we were doing the numerical number of the weeks. 52 weeks in a year, though, we all know that. Um... It'd be 20-something. It'd be around the 20-something 20, the 20 mark. Don't know if it's important. Maybe it is. The voice you hear, punters, dribblers, is Edward Simpson, uh, the eternal throbber. Edward, welcome to you. It's a pleasure to be here, Tom. How An are absolute you? absolute pleasure to be here in the 20th week, something like that, of the year. Yeah. Pleasure. Oh, I'm feeling good. You good? Yep. Feeling, feeling tip-top. That's good for a Monday. Had a nice weekend. We had a great weekend. Yep. I'm 30 officially. You're the officially weekend, 30. We certainly rung that in on a, on the Saturday. You s- specifically? Well, yeah, I certainly rung it in. Edward, punish dribblers, Edward gave a lovely a lovely speech. So did Seb. Shout out to Seb as well. But Edward's here, obviously, uh, celebrating me. Yep. Um, lovely lunch bar, Reggio. Shout out for the free meal. Obviously, they're fans of the podcast. Just wanted us to be down there. Uh, of course. So thanks to Bar Reggio. Um, but... I did end up on your couch, did I not? You did. You were sloppy. Tom was sloppy, punters, dribblers. Uh, Incoherent, that sloppy. Had to get him out of the Lord Roberts, uh, back to safety. He refused a lift home, wanted to stay at mine. Pretty cute, sleepover stuff. (laughs) So me and Street, friend of the show, we, we just left him, let him to do his thing. Fast asleep, threw a doona on him, got up a couple of times and tried to barge into people's bedrooms, but had to... (laughs) <laughs> slowly walk him back to his spot on the couch threw his phone at him and let him work it out himself yeah I woke up in I a, do have a question yeah why didn't you get an Uber the next morning dude okay so punishers, let me just quickly take you through how it played out now I've been to your house what maybe two three times Eddie this new apartment yeah so it's still not like the the layout is sort of seared into my brain mm. So I'd, I know it if I'm in there, but if you wake up in the dark of night, disorientated as fuck, no real recollection of how you got there or like what's happened. I've woken up. It was about five in the morning. Sun's still well and truly down. And it was pouring. Well, I didn't know this. But that. But I'm saying yeah. that adds to the darkness. It was pissing with rain. So cloud cover was at an all-time high. I've woken up on a couch and I'm just looking around. I'm like, what, where, where am I? Where, what have you done? Where are you? How have you? It's like banged up abroad. You know that show? <laughs> it's like this. Have I got my kidneys? Yeah. So I've woken up and I'm like, okay, what the fuck? Found my phone. Plenty of missed calls from the misso. Shout yeah. out to Steph. Ella actually came out of her room and goes, shut that fucking phone up. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, what is it? It was Steph, so we call that. Apologies it, to that's, Bella. that's how many phone calls. Yeah, yeah. She was concerned. Through. Well, she didn't know where I was. She sure. obviously saw the state I was in when she left the lunch. Mm. Could only assume that it was getting progressively worse. So I've woken up at five. No idea where I am. Taken a moment to sort of collect myself. I've then realised, oh, okay, I'm at Eddie's place, not too far from my house. I'll walk home. Yeah, Fine. easy. So I get up, whack my shoes on. Double check, I've got everything I need. Head downstairs. Now, as I get down to your foyer, I realise that you must have some of the thickest soundproof glass in the Southern Hemisphere. We've got soundproof glass because gets busy along that on along Wellington Street. There's a school outside your uh, yeah yeah. So anyway, I get down there and it is uh, monsoonal. <laughs> it's monsoonal rain, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! I didn't, 
I didn't know this when I left the apartment. Had I known this, might have booked an Uber, might have even just... Yeah, but also... Might have just rolled back over and just gone to sleep for a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But what I don't understand is why you didn't book an Uber when you were in the foyer. I don't know. I honestly couldn't tell you. I was obviously still a little bit uh, under the weather, intoxicated. Sure. But not enough to sort of... Warrant making a mistake. So, like, I sort of sat there for a bit. Sent the boys a video because obviously content is king. Uh, and then as I've decided, I've gone, well, I'll just wait for the rain to show. Surely it's not, you can't stay this intense for that long. And surely enough, there was a lull in proceedings. So I just thought, let's make a dash for it. And within maybe, what, 25 to 30 meters of getting out from under the, the safety of your foyer cover, back on. <laughs> And just pissing down all over me. Had some new birthday shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't happy about those getting wet. <laughs> have they survived? They have survived, but I was I was conscious of it as I was walking going, bad decision here, Tom. Shocker. Shocker. New birthday shoes getting soaked. Shocker. Anyway, I was completely soaked. Got home and... So as I've got into the house, the sun's up by this stage. Steph's heard me come in and she, and I've just gone and like taken my clothes off and gone. And she's like, no, mate, go have a shower. Like you stink. You stink. And I'm like, okay, sorry. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. And I'm 30. I'm 30. I'm making bad decisions. I'm obviously regretting my age. And so I went, had a shower, got into bed, spent the whole Sunday watching Chernobyl which you should do, Punish Dribbles, if you haven't watched it yet. Hell of a show. And Hell of a show. Fucking fantastic. Unbelievable. Now I'm back. Good man. So appreciate your hospitality. Please apologize to Ella for me. I'm sure she's listening anyway. Thank you, Ella. Apologies. And also apologize to her for... We can't confirm this, but you think I may have backed one out in her bathroom. And I apologize <laughs> if I did that. That is wildly inappropriate. And... I am fucking embarrassed. Had I known that yesterday, I might have died of anxiety. So I'm glad I'm only finding out on a Monday. <laughs> Ellie goes, why did you let him into our bathroom? And look. That's a good question. That's I didn't think, I didn't, but I didn't know if you were capable of such things. <laughs> I, know. I know you were you were bloody incoherent, but to back one out at well, three in the morning. <laughs> you know you're unhealthy if, you, if your body's working in those sort of ways at three in the morning. That just should not be happening. And let's hope it didn't. Let's hope it didn't. But we don't know. So I apologise to everyone, especially Ella, who deserves better. She's a dear friend. We also need to make another apology, but this is one on behalf of both of us. This is a, this is a Halo Sport apology that we need to get out there. Um, and it's to one Ashley Barty. Yes. Who, as it were, is now a Grand Slam winner and a hero of the nation. Yes. Uh, last week, Tom and I got ahead of ourselves, talked Origin for an hour and a half, and a sprinkling of some other things, and then went home. But it turns out that we brushed over Ashley Barty, yes. which is more embarrassing, in my opinion, than you than backing me. one out in the bathroom <laughs> yeah, in Ella's ensuite at three in the morning. <laughs> While she was asleep in bed. While she was just trying to get a good night's sleep, thinking she's safe at home. And then this drunken buffoon just rolls in and starts shitting in her toilet. Which is unconfirmed. We hope that is not the case. But all signs report to that being factual. But that's not what we're talking about now. We've moved on from that. Ashley Barty, you deserve your own apology. Not one that's tied to some other, you know, outrageous behaviour. Transgressions. (laughs) 
We are very sorry. Heartfelt from the Hello Sport community, from Eddie and myself, and all the punters and the dribblers, really, because they feel it as much as we do. You deserved, you deserved a full podcast dedicated to you. You're a Grand Slam champ. First, first uh, Aussie to win it since Margaret Court. Who was a champion in her own right, if well, a little racist. Well, no, and, and also a bit a uh, touch of the flowers about her in terms of her, uh, you know, her... Um, but a champion on the court. Champion on the court, a little bit flowery off it. Yeah, but champion on the court. Champion on the court. But Ash, you're our first Grand Slam winner since Sammy Stoza. Since the great Sam Stoza in 2012. The great Sam Stoza. 2014, maybe. The great Sam Stoza. The first round thing. I don't think. I don't think that's... Uh, uh, Too over the top, Tom. No, I don't think so. I don't think I don't think that's dripping in hyperbole at all. No. Great Sam Stoza. Well, greatest arms in Australian sport. Sam. Sure, does our Sam? Yeah. But Ash Barty, uh, store, she she quit tennis, Eddie, for for a brief moment to go and play top flight female cricket in the, the women's big bash. Yeah. So she's got it all. Immense hand hand eye coordination and immense hand eye just talent and just a, a just a little Aussie throbber. Yeah. Don't you reckon? Yeah. Little Aussie throbber. Yeah, absolutely. Which I'm about, and Aussie I'm Ash. too. Aussie Ash. Ash is a champion. Ash is a legend. Look. Not going to crap on and on about it. Well, it's uh, done. You, you dominated. You're a champ, and well, you'll probably get to world number one yeah. soon. So. Uh, with this segment, more about, more about us apologising than singing your praises. Yeah, which we not, are. Look, it's it's a bit late for us to get into the minutiae of your backhand and your forehand and the whole, you know, the way it all played out, Ash. But just know that we're deeply uh, embarrassed. Apolog- yeah, we're embarrassed, apologetic, and it won't happen again because we know you'll win another major, babe. Oh, babe, she's got she got majors about her. I, I reckon she'll win the Aussie. I wouldn't be surprised. Aussie Ash at Aussie home, Ash. Yep. giving us the glory we deserve and have been begging for. Maybe not deserve, but begging for. I think we deserve, but have been so greatly lacking in all our other tennis players. Not since Leighton Hewitt, 2005, won the first set against Murat Safin in the final. Have we been this excited about our prospects, Tom? Yes. Because obviously the great Sam Stoza hates... Going past the first, going round. past the first round in her home slam. Well, slams in general, but certainly a home slam. Certainly a home slam. She's she's uh, allergic to the second the round. Second round. I don't think she's been out of the first round of the Australian Open. Dior, Dior that, but I certainly obviously think, she has, but like not really. you know, but not really. First round phenom is 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 Aussie Sam greatest arms in the. Business. So from that perspective, very exciting times for the nation yes. and the chances of us winning the home slam. Back. I think I'd also like I'd like for Rod Laver to see someone win the Aussie Open before he goes and sits alongside the Don up. Uh, you know, oh he'll be he'll be he'll be on his right hand side. Yeah, you know they're sitting up, they're doing crosswords of a Saturday. Yeah, morning. they'll they'll play chess. They'll play chess. Okay. You know, but also like I, I can imagine them flicking through the back end of the paper, crosswords, Sudoku's, hundred percent, two legends, two throbbers. Yeah, so give I'm, Rod what he needs and deserves. Yeah, before ne- he goes and joins the Don. Yeah, now big dribble opener, <laughs> fucking huge, uh, brings us to what we're going to be what talking, we're gonna about. talk about. So if you're still with us after <laughs> fourteen minutes, we applaud you. Yeah. So Origin football, that's that's off the top. That's what most of us care about. Yeah. And if you don't, then it's sort of weird you listen to this podcast. Yeah. Because that's what we talk about. This is what we talk about. Uh, then we'll talk a little cricket. But I mean, look, yeah, the World Cup's on. And yeah, it's cool. But 
I mean, I'm not getting that excited until the semis. Yeah, it's hard to get too excited for the... Well, look, we'll get into it. We'll get yeah, into it. Yeah, Let me, yeah. Let's not get me into it now, you know what no, I mean? No, no, no. Um, of course. couple other things. Look, there's an AFL story about uh, with some pinching. Now, our punters dribbles know this. If you don't hear it in podcasts, we bend it. But we might talk about it. And this is just saving me editing this part out of the... The intro, you know? Yeah. I'm just no, preparing you for we maybe bin it. If we talk about it and don't like it, it won't be in. Yeah. Or if we just can't be bothered, it won't be in either. Or if we just do a pull a pull an ash party and completely forget about it, it also won't be in because it hasn't happened. So, you know. Options. Now, all right, so Origin, Queensland have only made two changes. They were enforced. Joe Offenghawi is in, Eddie, and for sorry, Joe Offenghawi is out. Tim Glasby in. Mm. Jai Arrow out. Jared Wallace in. Sure. They stay the same. Cool. Cool. Throw, throw them away. Throw them away. Play on. New South Wales have made some changes. Payne Haas, the biggest, thickest boy to ever ride the pine. He's out. Injured. David Clever, broken hand. Out. Injured. Then you... Kotrich. Kotrick, out. Injured. And uh, then you got Cody Walker dropped. Crichton you- dropped. Uh, Latrell, Latrell dropped. dropped. Morris dropped. Morris dropped. Uh, they're all dropped. Everyone's dropped. So, lot to talk about. Lot to talk I wanted about. to open with this, Tom. I wanted to open with, with this. Got out to Brookie Sunday. Okay. Got out to the... Did you? Got out to the spiritual... You were home. out of Brookie. Got out to Brookie. Didn't, you didn't even think of going, hey, Tom, I know you had a big Talking about it now. Talking about it now. And no, I didn't. No, you didn't. Because you weren't in the right state. No, you're we've right, already, We've already talked about what yeah, you've done. Yeah. And I knew you wouldn't come. That's correct. And I didn't come home either. So you would have been by yourself on the way back home. You would have hated it. Yeah. So anyway, spiritual home. And I can ha- I have the the pleasure of confirming to the punter and the dribbler that Tom Tavoyevich right, Now let's let's get his last name right. Tom Tavoyevich yep. is a rugby league thoroughbred. Yes. Him in full flight, in full gallop, punters yeah. dribblers, is a sight to behold. Much like, you know, the seven wonders of the world. But in sporting terms. In sporting terms. So, I mean, Usain Bolt at full flight, Roger yep. Federer yep. Uh, with a single one-arm backhand down the, down line. the line. As he sort of prances yeah. to the ball. Yeah. Shane Warne, gadding ball sure. stuff. Yeah. I mean, um, Ian I mean, Thorpe, Thorpe, when he was the Thorpe. Uh, no, Thorpe coming over the top of Gary Hall Jr. Yeah. Four by 100 metres in the yeah. last, you know, eight strokes. Kath. Kath doing a thing for the nation. I mean, the Don 99.98. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Tom Dravojevich now moving into that class, that echelon of, yes. of throbbers, uh, yeah. in my opinion. Seven wonders of the sporting world sort of vibe. This motherfucker, okay. Now, yes, there's been seven changes. Or is that is it seven? Six or six. I think it's six. Do all the number changes. Changes of numbers. Yeah, whatever. But he could. He is every chance of being the fucking difference. He is yeah. so special. Yeah, he yeah. is so so special. Well, let's just talk about this. The team, are you? How do you feel about the the changes? I feel pretty good about them. I don't. I'm not that upset. My only, my only thing that I would be like ooh about is Latrell coming out. But I mean, we'll touch on him because there, there could be other things there. Right? Well, we broke the story last week at Punters Dribblers that we'd heard some whispers that Trell was getting high on his own supply, mm. and not in a drug reference, just that he was a big fan of himself, and that you know some things maybe needed to change around Trell. Lo and behold, a week later, Freddie drops him. Now, do we have the coaches here or not? Who knows? But. The fact that he's dropped, they've gone white in the centres. Okay, like he just, he just seems like he's origin tough. I'm down with someone who's origin tough getting there and done. Yeah, it. he's tough. He's tough. 
Origin tough. He seems like a he can play the he can play the nut. He's he's, he's a, a big a, strong boy. He's strapping. utility value, so he can play around. He can play around all over yeah. the park, and he just seems like Eddie to use uh, you know uh, a rarely used rugby leagueism. He's an out and out footballer. I feel is Jack. <laughs> so rarely I, used. Rarely used. No, he's out and out. He's, he's an out-and-out out footballer. Out. He's absolutely out-and-out. Right? Out. So I like Jack. I'm I a big fan of him. If you've got to drop Trell because... And apparently Freddie and that, they went and watched the videotape and it was just like Trell didn't have a go. And you can't you can't not have a go if you're wearing blue, right? Like, if you're no. having a go and you're just getting, you know, you're getting outclassed. You're just off. You're, you're just off. off. Fine, but... People have off-games punters dribblers. The defence on that left side in game one was so consistently fucked that obviously we haven't gone back and watched the video because I don't want to put myself through it, but you can... I'm not surprised, just from my memory of that game, if the takeaway has been that Latrell didn't have a dig because it was ridiculous how easy it was for them to... Make space. The, every time they went down the left edge, you were exposed. Yep. Every He rushed up out time. of the line all the time. It was weird. No, didn't like it. Strange. Disgusting. Now, I, so, so to that end, I don't mind him being dropped in the sense of like, we've got to win. He's in a bit of a weird headspace. Clearly. But I mean, he, look, on his day, absolutely should be there. Obviously, there's For some sure. things off the field going on. High on his own supply. Touched on it last week. Take him out. Whiten in. Happy with that. Morris... I mean, Thanks. you did a job. Thanks. You scored the first try, but you ruined our multi. And yeah. for that, you are removed. You are out. You're out for, for fucking our multi. But appreciate the work no, you've, you've done. Mate, you're a, you've done a great service to your state, to your people. Yeah. You've been a stalwart for many years. We thank you for your service, but you know Tom Travoyevich, you no. know Thoroughbred. Off to the glue factory. Off to the glue factory with you or to pony school. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't no thoroughbred no more, bruh. On your bike. Now. Pony school. Blake Ferguson back in. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Big body. He's like, a big body. He's a big body, and he uh, when you're coming out of your own end, you just need some you need those big thick wingers, as Tommy Turbo did all series last year. Just I'm charging the ball back. I, where, what happened to this no dickhead policy thing? Well, I think Fergo has removed the dick from his head. Okay. That's what so I he's think. actively he's I think, actively done that. I think he's actively gone and sought the necessary uh sort of means to remove surgery. Surgery. He's he's had a surgical procedure. Well, I think that I think part of it, you know like when you get lap band surgery if you're a morbidly obese person where it's like, "All right, we're going to like cut off half your gut, going to stop you from eating, right?" Yep. You've got to get down to a safe weight. So you've got to already you got to lose a bit of weight before you can then get the lap band surgery. Now stick with me. Um yeah. I think Fergo had to change a couple of things in his life before it was safe for them to remove the dick from his head because there was a chance it could grow back mm. had he not put the appropriate changes in place. Sure, that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? No, that makes complete sense. So I think he got surgery, but also I think there were some changes. Well, there had to have been some changes around to sort of to have the dick safely removed and then also to regain the trust of the, uh, the New South Wales hierarchy. Makes sense. So, okay, put him back in. He's now, playing well. Did we get the halves right last week? Did we call the halves last week as I well? Think we did. Did we call the halves last week as well? I think we said we'll ke- they'll keep them the same or Cody will come out for Maloney. Yeah. Now, I feel bad for Cody. I do. Because I would have liked to have seen Cody stay, but I have to. There was no other halfback you could have gone with, really, no. right? Because you can't play two, you can't play two sevens either, Maloney and Pierce. But he Dude, was injured. They were going to pick Pierce. They picked Pierce at five eight, and then he got injured. So this is what confused. No, but me. is that true? Yes, 
Yes. Pierce put up a, fo- a photo on his Instagram being like, spewing, I can't play with the brothers. Da, 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 da. What, what blows my mind, Eddie, is the loyalty to... Like, I don't know what Nath's doing to deserve the blind loyalty that he's getting. Now, again, you and I... But what? Yeah, but great what, friends with Nath. Love Nath. One of the great chins in world sport does Nath have. But I don't understand what the perseverance is. What I don't understand as well is, is when they were talking about picking Mitch and Nath, everyone that knows anything about rugby league is like, why are you picking two sevens? Two on ballers. Yeah. Like, well, how's that working? Because, and again, this is a little bit X's and O's. In no, but yeah, but, it, it, but it's, it's necessary chat. Yes. And if everyone seemingly is coming out saying it makes no sense, how does it make sense to a handful of guys but no one else? It's just a. It's it. Look, I don't know. And Freddie didn't really expl- doesn't explain. Well, you know what Freddie said. Now I wanted to talk about this because I found it fucking pretty weird. Pretty weird, I thought. Yeah. Freddie comes out when he's talking about the five eight and goes, "I called a Nasta to see if he could play, and he wasn't available. So Maloney was basically the uh, the last five uh, eight yeah. standing. Yeah. So a you're taking a dump on Maloney, being like, mate, you're the last one left. I called a Nasta before you, <laughs> and." What about Cody Walker, the well, guy who was the fucking inform five eight in the comp, yeah. who couldn't do anything wrong and had to be picked, and has a shit first fifty minutes and a good last fifteen, like a solid last mm. fifteen, and now he doesn't even get mentioned. Cody's stats in fifteen good minutes of, of Origin football are, would, better, are than better than Nathan's over four, four games. games. And poor old Cody, like. Are you fucking fair income, Freddie? Yeah, that's a little bit disappointing. It's a little that's bit I was disappointed from that. Yeah, I know you're trying to make a joke, but it's a shit one. Well, you just didn't think about what Cody was going through. Did you hear how Nate... No, but also, yeah, you're not talking about what Cody's going through. But a Nasta before Maloney, <laughs> who's the only one standing? Where's Cody going? Is, yeah, he not sta- is he not standing anymore? Well, I think Cody was. I think Cody has a right to be, uh, you know, maybe just sending Freddie a stern text and just going, Oi, brah. Let's let's cool it on the public criticism if you if you don't mind. You've already broken my little heart here. What is even worse though, Eddie? Did you hear how Trell and Crichton found out they were dropped? Yes. Crichton was on air with Triple M and uh Brent Reed, shout out to Brent Reed, one of the great journos in the game, punished dribblers. And Reedy told him. And no, I I know that. And do you know how Latrell found out? Cordner found because Cordner, Cordner told found him. out no, but Cordner found out on air. Yeah. And then told him. I heard Cordner finding out on air, and he's and Reedy was like, and Brent Reed said afterwards, he was like, Cordner was shocked by that. He uh, looked like he was about to cry at one point. What I think's interesting is why they couldn't wait till the game was over and then just give him a call in the sheds or something. So the problem is that it's there was there's some I don't know if it's a deal with Channel Nine or what, but it was like it's getting announced on the Channel Nine news. So it was and they're leaked, bro. Like the rugby league world is just yeah, but leaky okay, as a sieve, yeah, but, right? Yeah, so no, everyone no. already knew at like halftime of the of the final game on Sunday. Everyone already knew about it. It was already being reported everywhere. And then the reporters who finish the game and go on to talk to the players already know. And then it gets announced on Channel Nine as confirmation, and so then they can just go on there like they. I don't know why Freddie wouldn't just fucking call someone, but I guess you got to wait. No, for but you got to wait for the game to be finished. You don't want to t- call a trell and Crichton before a match and go, you dropped. No, that's true. You don't. I don't think. No, but then you just wait till wait till after the game, like a long time after the game. 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But then you've just said they can't do that. No, well, I think now they are. I think after this absolute uh, clusterfuck of a situation, they are now, or Freddie's now said, like, he's, he's not doing it like that anymore because that's a really scat way to do it to somebody. Yes, definitely. Seriously scat. Yeah. Seriously, Scott. Uh, let's keep moving. Let's keep moving on. Uh, we were just on Tommy Turbo for a hot second um, because he did return to full flight for Manly, 333 metres, uh, 14 tackle busts, I think, two try assists, a try of his own. I was talking to Matho today, friend of the show. He was saying that Tommy's been working very closely with the great Brett Stewart. Oh, the Prince has returned. The Prince of Brookvale, Tom. Yeah. Punters, dribblers. Now, the Prince... I've been uh, reminded of today, used to love getting a lot of work done around the ruck. So he'd sort of stand almost in first receiver sometimes, which is what Tommy was doing on the weekend to devastating effect. Yes. Devastating effect. Devastating. So the Prince has got his paws on on Tom. Oh, all over him. All over Tom. And Tom has gone to another level. Yes. So fucking look out, Queensland. Oh, absolutely. This is this is what you want. You want a big, throbbing Tommy Turbo who, Eddie, what I've really enjoyed seeing this year from Tom is the thickness of his physique. Oh, he's thickened up. Because he's really put up maybe, you know, five to ten, probably oh, not ten. But seven-ish. Seven, maybe a seven. Yeah. Maybe a tight seven just uh, across the board from, t- from toes to top of the head. Yeah. Uh, all it, it beautifully, gorgeously proportioned as oh, Tom. Yeah, he's, he's well put together. But he's but he's looking more and more like a man, and mm. that's dangerous for opposition players because it used to be he was a skinny, fast kid. Now he's a fast man. Now he's a man. Now he's a man, and now he's a thoroughbred. He's, he's a, a stallion. He's a damaging, damaging stallion. You know, seven wonders of the world sort of stuff, and. Look, in the centres, you just need to be getting him some early ball. Give him some him balls and space. But he'll go looking for it. Of course I'll he give will. I'll give you the hot tip. Of course he he'll will. He'll go looking for he's nuts. He's a nut hunter. Yeah, he's a nut hunter. One of the great nut hunters. And that's what you need. An origin from your big boys, yeah. from your big thoroughbreds, your big, thick, fast thoroughbreds. Yeah. Um, like Wade Graham back in the side. One so game I. back from an ACL injury. Had a bl- or maybe two, 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 two games two. back. Had a blinder for Cronulla uh, in his first game back when they dominated the Eels. And I like the. I think that the thing was like you know, get a bit of experience out there. He's got a kicking game. He's a five eight in a back row's body, Edward. That's right. Uh, and I'm real excited to see Wade back in blue. Unfortunate for uh, Angus Crichton, friend of the show, but still young. I think. Angus. I think. I think our bench is better. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you were to have... Tarek's big and thick. Tarek's big and thick, and I'd only put Haas back in there for him, but I like Tarek. He's an older rugby league head, mm. and I think that's what you need. Yeah. So I think we win. And then who up front, Saifidi and... Saifidi's a bit like, we'll see how we go there yeah. with you, Saifidi. I don't... Look, to be fair... I, I expect watched... to see Jake Javojevic play some minutes up front, that's and what I expect him to be... As good as he always is. Well, yeah, you mean Devastating. Mr. Consistent. Devastatingly yeah. consistent. Yeah, yeah. Best tackle tech in the game. Uh, Daniel Saifidi, haven't watched a lot of Knights games, so I don't really know. I know I know him, but like I haven't seen him. I haven't he hasn't caught my eye this season. No. So hopefully Daniel can stand up to the rigors of uh Origin football. Congratulations to him. Love a debutante, as long as they perform. Um <laughs> And if they don't perform, then I'm fucking furious. Yeah, and obviously... Make no mistake, punters, dribblers. This is... This is... Punters and dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day. 
the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some. I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Make or break stuff. Oh, well. For the lot of them. For the, yeah, absolutely. For well, the lot of them. And we're talking to Bradley as well. Now, obviously, Bradley's Bradley's got runs on the board because he's coached a winning series. So this series will not ruin him. He won't be sacked on this, at least not from not when they come and speak to us. We will not. You know, oh, he won't be ruined off the back of this, but, but I'll give you the hot tip. He'll be getting a flogging. He'll be getting a pasting. Uh, but, Eddie, I think it is important for us to get the checkies out for this Origin game. What's our multi? What are we thinking? Got to be the same format as last time. Now, do we want to go anytime try scorer to keep the dream alive a bit longer? Because first try scorer, yeah. whilst it boosts your odds, it's over very quickly. Tom Dravojevic, anytime try scorer. Tommy Turbo, anytime try scorer. New South Wales, 1 to 12. Yep. Or do we pump them? 13 plus. Yep. New South Wales, 13, 13 plus. plus. Yeah. And total match points under. Ooh, Ooh no. 
fast Perth track? Do you want to no, go over? Over. Oh, but it might be wet. What's check the they're weather? Talking, they're talking rain. Are they? Oh, I heard Maloney say looked and it didn't look promising. Do we want to have some caveats in there? If it's wet, unders. If it's dry, overs. Yeah, but they'll move it if it's dry, if it's wet anyway. You mean so like the line it. will come in. Uh, of course. So what we're saying is, yeah, Sunday rain. Rain, Sunday. Unders then. Unders. But get on now. What is the line? Let's see what the line is. So New South Wales have blown out. Queensland have come in. It's now $1.90 apiece. Say that again, please. New South Wales have gone out. Queensland in. It's $1.90 apiece. Can't ah. split them. This is wild stuff, punters, dribblers. Now, total match points is 32 and a half. I reckon overs. So they scored 32 last time. Mm. But it's wet. Ah, uh, yes. Under again. I think we go under then. If it's wet. If it's wet, it's unders. Yeah. Well, they're talking right. Yeah. So... Tommy Turbo, anytime try scorer. New South Wales, 13 plus. But if it's 13 plus, okay, we're just, we're, we're back in our defense here. New South so what Wales. So what kick. if it's like, what if it's like, uh, what if it's like 20 to six? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. All right, punters, dribblers, we've landed on it. So it's New South Wales, 13 plus, obviously. Tommy Turbo, anytime try scorer. Obviously, right? Obviously. And then New South, and then total match points. Under, because it's wet. Because it's going to be wet. So really, like, I mean, obviously, obviously, they're thinking back on our first one. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Uh, but this doesn't seem like it can miss. This seems like a real good one, I think. So get your checkies out, punters, because this one, if you're into making money, this is where it happens. And if you're asking yourself, yeah, but you dribblers have got New South Wales 13 plus and then you've gone under the total match points. Yes, we understand that. Yeah, but... We think we're going to restrict Queensland. Why? Desire. That's it. And we, we want it more. You know, like we're we're, def- we're going to defend the house. Down. We have to. We have to defend the uh, house. It was down. a leaky boat last time. Yeah. It ha- we have to be better. I feel like we're going to defend the house down. We have to be better, but we also have to put points on them. And with Tommy Turbo though, who's going to score a double, I mean, look out. Yeah. So. Also, Tommy Turbo, man of the match. If you want to really, if you pump really it up. spice it up, Tommy Turbo, man of the match. Uh, and Nathan Cleary to not do anything. (laughs) (laughs) The podcast this week, Eddie, we're back. It's brought to you by uh, the one and only Throbbers up at Bareback Biltong. Yeah. Now, Punish Dribblers, you obviously may not know this, but on the back of our endorsement ringing as it has been, Bareback was sold out nationally. Mm -hmm. They ran out of stock. People absolutely climbing over each other for Bareback Biltong on the back of our endorsement. Now... The boys at Bareback Biltong, uh, gentlemen scholars, they've sent through a couple for us, some more, you know, juicy, yep. delicious business. Yep. Certainly the first thing I turn to in a time of sickness, as I am right now, I think you, you, the, the usual tropes of like have some vitamin C, have some orange juice. Have some chicken soup. Have some chicken soup. Wrong, wrong, like, wrong, wrong, wrong. Wrong. Stupid. Silly. It's Bareback Biltong. Always has been. Always has been. People have been doing it wrong. For as long as I can remember, relying yeah. on granny and her old recipes to drag them out of sickness outdated. and turn them into health. It's outdated. outdated. It's old hat. <laughs> this is new stuff. This is new technology. This is at the forefront of sickness medication and remediation. 
Bareback biltong made from grass-fed Aussie beef. Their original smoked chili flavor is sure to get the taste buds dribbling, and that's good for clearing a, uh, a head cold, Eddie. Nice spices, dribbling. You want to be dribbling. Like Vix is to the nose, biltong yeah. is to the senses in the mouth. Correct. And also to the nose, potentially, if it's really spicy. Bearback's very first creation is the original collection. Now, that one provides the right amount of taste to keep you wanting more. The perfect salt blend, coupled with Bearback's secret ingredients, allows it to be a huge favorite, doesn't it, Eddie? You're absolutely right. Now, you might be asking yourself, among, uh, when you're sitting at home, the doctors amongst you, well, how is it that it can clear colds and right wrongs and turn sick people into healthy people? Well, I tell you, it's because it's cold smoke for six hours. Yeah. That's why. That's why. That's why. Okay. And they do that using the bareback method. Okay. It's a unique one, isn't it? It's very unique. Mm. Probably the most unique method there is, the bareback method. Most unique I've heard. Their smoked and chili is the perfect blend of their spiced and smoked collection. Okay. Which is like a double dose. It's like Panadine Fort. Yes, exactly. It's like bareback Fort. Yeah. Biltong Fort. Biltong Fort. Which means that you'll be sicker for less time. Yeah. Because you'll then be healthy. Yeah, exactly. Because it's so strong and delicious. Mm. The simple oaky flavor, heightened by the addition of their secret spices, provides a truly rare and delicious flavor that you can taste when you're sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know how things taste different when you're sick? Not this. No, it still tastes good, even with the blocked nose. It's delivered all across Australia, Punters Dribblers. So even if you're sick in Perth, you can still get it. Now, you buy it at www.barebackbiltong.com.au. And I must stress this before we go. If pain persists, please consult a medical professional. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie, if you needed any uh, example of AFL being not the beta sport of the nation, because obviously that's reserved for the A-League, um... But certainly the beta sport in comparison to the game of rugby league. The captain of the Hawthorne Hawks, I believe his name is Ben Stratton, Dior that, but I believe that to be the case, has been sent to the AFL tribunal for pinching an opposition player. And, you know, in AFL, like, when they're sort of... You say it's like you and me uh, defending on each other. And you see a lot in the AFL, they're sort of, like, always shouldering each other. Not yeah. even... Like, just when they're standing there, like, posturing for position and hitting and pushing and, you know, just like... There's a lot of argy-bargy. A lot of argy-bargy. A lot of argy-bargy. But it's all, like... It's not that... It's not too over the top or anything. It's just sort of... Look, it's argy-bargy. That's the best way to put it. Mr. Stratton, captain of the Hawks, mind you, who are, like, one of the top goddamn clubs they're a club well but they're like they've won they're know, a top club they're of their last sort of they're 10 a successful years. They're club probably like one of the, the best club of the last 10 years yeah but ben that you should see that his opposition numbers arms like the back of his arm his triceps at the end of the game is looks like someone with a paintball gun's just blasted him in the back of the arm multiple times like bruises all up and down his arms from this this niggly little asshole pinching him but could you imagine... So who was pinching who? The captain of Hawthorne was pinching the opposition player. Could you imagine Cameron Smith pinching an opposition player? Pinching so low, bro. It's, bro. it's, it's, it's like it's, spitting. It's like spitting, right? It's like phys- the physical sort of like... I get what he's doing. He's trying to be a niggly little prick. But, yeah, but like... That's scat, man. Yeah, that's really like... That's... 
It's scat. It's scat. It's tacky. It's not something you want from your leader. Not from your leader. And I'll give you the hot tip for all those like, you know, you know the type up here in, in New South Wales that support AFL over rugby league because well, the rugby league's too low, bro. Yeah, right. They get around in scarves. Yeah, and it's too uncouth. Yeah. You know, and AFL's for the, you know, the, the people with a fine palate. And well, in shit. fairness, you are dressed like an AFL fan right now. Like, if you were to I have bet it like worked. an Essendon Bombers scarf mm. on. But this is what they wear to games. Yeah. That's this is true. what I wear to work. That's true. That's your work attire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so... For them to roll out this pinching scandal, it just basically throws shade all over their beliefs. Yeah. And I'm talking about highbrow New South Wales Highbrow New South Wales AFL fans. And also the AFL now have, uh, this is just why this just popped into my head, but their crowd, like they got a lot of crowd violence. It's funny because again, AFL, they, they paint themselves as this highbrow, you know, uh, upper echelon fart sniffer sort of code. It's fart sniffing stuff. It's fart sniffing uh, in sport form. But they have like full-blown crowd brawls every other game now. Mm. There are that many crowd brawls from these like really like they're hopped up on craft beer and bloody and, you know, a charcuterie broad and just beating the fuck out of each other in the crowd. It's, it's weird stuff. But now the AFL have brought in behavioral awareness uh, marshals. Mate, someone got someone got removed from a game the other day for cheering too loud. No, for, for really? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say because someone got so, called one of the players bald. No, no, bald no, 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 no. One of the fans called the referee a bald-headed flog, and then he got removed for abusing the referee. Oh, for God's sake! I know. But more important... Get your house in order. Get your house in order, AFL. But also, like... Go out to... Mate, Brookie on Sunday, you yeah. should hear what they yell there, mate. Of course. Yeah, way worse. But you were allowed to, because that's what you That's what you pay your ticket for. If you want to call the referee... I, I, t- I tell you what's... I think the man should have been kicked out for using the term flog, because that is the most AFL sort of slur. He should get a life ban for that. Yeah. That's probably the most damning thing about it. But so he got kicked out for... Abusing the ref, calling him a bald-headed flog, and the ref said he felt really intimidated. Beater, uh, and then, and then, just, and then another another guy got ejected for cheering too loud. And now there's like these like that doesn't make sense. No, but now there's all these AFL fans that are boycotting, going, "We're not going back to the games until bloody Gill and McLaughlin apologizes to us." It's an absolute shit show. Like, can you get some real problems, AFL? Get some real goddamn Get problems. Get some real problems. Like well, you know what that is? You know what that fucking... is? It's the blokes up in the bloody tippy top of the organisation going, when we're it... going to be out of job soon unless we invent something. They're trying to do the rugby league scandal. there's nothing for us to do. No, but they're trying to... And they know that their viewership numbers are falling. Off a cliff. So they want less people at the games and more people at home on the couch. But we've always said this, Eddie, that rugby league's greatest asset is its ability to market the sport in non-traditional... T- in non-traditional uh, Organic reach. Yes, exactly, right? Non-traditional means. And that is through, you know, obviously player-generated videotapes, scandals, uh, tomfoolery, things of that nature. Coaches going here, there, and everywhere. Coach whisperers, fucking all the weirdness. The rugby league... The rugby league is so, so pop, pop right? Uh, but AFL, real, it's it's plain as day for me, Eddie. If I'm reading the signs that well, they you know are what? failing, you know, rugby league is in soap opera terms is home and away. Yes, and the AFL is neighbours. Is neighbours, and one's on, one's, one's still on, going, one's still and going, and one's and, and one's on, you know, Channel 10's digital station. So you know what. 
AFL is trying to be home and away. Home and away isn't trying to be, be neighbours. Home and away is just being home and away and, and is a ratings juggernaut, right? It's a ratings juggernaut and also very popular in the UK. Yeah, that's it. It's international. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not this all Australian bullshit no, no, where no, it's no, like no, I'm no, just no. getting picked in a in And a it's in a cul-de-sac yeah. and no one knows what's going no, on. And d- it's yeah, fucking exactly. random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like people would pinch. There'd be a pinching, there'd be a pinching episode on neighbours. I guarantee there would. I would guarantee I'd I bet me love that. And I tell you what had happened at Summer Bay, Eddie. A couple, of, a hot couple, yeah. would get would get filmed fucking. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what it. Yeah, happened. yeah. Public sex. Public sex. Video leak. Hot. Two a hot. Really couple, hot. Really hot couple Two fucking on the beach. Two big throbbers going at it on Summer yeah. Bay Beach. Yeah. Or down at the shop with Alf, and Alf walks in, and they're fucking going at it on the counter yeah. before, like that's hot, hot salacious goss. Yeah. That's. Rugby league. That's rugby league. And that's home in a while. Yeah. And pinching scandals, very Ramsey Street, if you ask me. (laughs) Very Ramsey Street. All right, punters, dribblers. So, obviously, the Cricket World Cup is on. Uh, Not really that excitable about it until we get to the tippy top of the comp, the, the, the semis. All we're going to do, punters, dribblers, is get to that top four, and then that's all that really matters at this yeah. point. We've won four games, played five, top of the table. Does that surprise anyone? Absolutely not. Of course, we're top of the table. We're fucking freaks. Yeah. Finn's playing good cricket. Well, Finn's back to form, getting a ton. Like seeing that out of the big fella. Now, do is there is there something to do with the fact that we offered to do a load of their colours for Aaron, take some pressure off him, and him scoring tons, Eddie? Yeah. I'd have to say there probably is something to do with that. There's probably some sort of similarity there. There's probably some sort of. I link. guarantee you that's that's basically why. If you were to speak to Aaron and ask him, Aaron asked him asked to do some some colours. Yeah, and we did, and they were done to perfection. They were. And it took a lot of, you know, load off him, allowed him to focus on his cricket, and he's reaping the rewards. He's playing out of his skin. Is Aaron? A nice 150 for looks, the nation. De- looks destined to lift the cup, in my opinion. The trophy. Yep. Smudge looking good, playing a really nice supporting role at the moment because he knows what he's going to do in semi-final cricket. It's just warming he's up. He's going to go to another level. Yep. He's going to go to another level. Uh, can England get their weather right? I don't think so, Eddie. I think I think yeah, you kind of know what you're getting into when you go to when you take any sort of tournament that is outdoor based to England, and that's going to be. A mixed bag. Everyone's saying, oh, where does July in, or where does June in ever however long? Shut up, Shut England. up. It's England. It's England. It's madness. It's sheer madness. It's just I what think, happens. I think what this shows, punters, dribblers, more than anything, is that, you know, they should just play them all down here. Well, I mean, what the hell's the point in going to England? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They should play them all down here. Yeah. Uh, we we've obviously every Cricket World Cup. Yeah, we've got the best facilities. We've got the best supporters. We've got the best crowds. Best country in the world, obviously. Best pitches, best country, best food, best wine, best hotels. Best cheeses. Best ladies, best men. Best ladies, best men, best in, uh, best, uh, best uh, non-binary types as well. Yeah, most World Cups. Most World Cups. Most, most legends. Most throbbers. Also, I think, Eddie, now, do all this punish dribblers, but I think most... International tons per capita. Yes. I think that is true. The ITPC. International tons per capita. Yep. I think if you were to do some numbers on that, which I do actually think is a legitimate... No, the ITPC is legit. Punish dribblers, if, if someone out there can do the Dior on that and uh, obviously just confirm what is already a commonly held belief globally that we have most tons per capita, that would be highly appreciated. Uh, but... 
I mean, just another reason that we should really have the World Cup down here. Virat Kohli uh, becomes the fastest man to 11,000 one-day runs, beating Sachin Tanduka by 54 innings or something. Yeah. Mental. Yeah. Mental. Yeah. Now... Mate, look, he is a phenomenal player. Easily the second best batsman in the world. Easily the second best. And look, I congratulate him on his milestones in one day cricket. Yeah. In one day cricket. One day cricket. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it'd be like saying, oh, you know. The greatest, name, the greatest. I'm the, uh, I'm the greatest nines. Like, exactly. Or look, quickest to 50 tries in sevens. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like, that's cool, bro. That's great. But it's it's not that cool. Also, one day cricket's been played for like five days. It's in, just, the, in the in the lifespan. It's of cricket. as cool as Birkenstocks, bro. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, Virat Kohli is the Birkenstocks of it, one day cricket. Well, he's yeah of cricket. He's the of Birkenstock cricket. of the cricket world. Yes, like comfy, you know, impressive. I guess in. Uh, the delivery of footwear, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an impressive delivery of footwear. Yeah, not for me. No, <laughs> not for me. Not for me. Not for me. Not uh, for me. Put it this way: the Don didn't wear them. <laughs> the Don didn't wear Burks, bro. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no way. The Don didn't wear Birkenstocks, and that's all you should know. And neither does Smudge. So there you go. Congratulations to Carly. But again, no one cares. No. And you haven't lifted the World Day, One Day Cup either. No. Like, did he win it though? I think he was in the side, but he didn't lift it. I'd Look, I'm not sure. I'm sure he lifted it. But you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get what you mean. Look, I'll tell you what he hasn't done. Won the Ashes. So sorry, Vera. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ed. So the story uh, that, that, well, one of the stories that caught my eye early in the week um, was a rugby union, rugby league crossover. And it was reported that uh, the Wallabies coach, Michael Checker, has put a gentle toe in the water, maybe slid into Kalen Ponga's DMs just to sort of sound him out about coming to a code that is currently sinking into the uh, proverbial abyss. Uh, Now... As far as I'm aware, Eddie, I believe Checker's DM slide is still marked as unread. It's unread. Yeah. And look, I, I don't, mean, I don't, I, think, I don't think, you know, like when you get a DM, you can choose to accept it or just ignore it. Yeah. I feel like Kalen's just no, gone. No, no, no. It's been, it's been declined. And I feel, so, <laughs> I feel sorry for Checker. I really do. Because, look, when he started in this job, he could, he could get away with approaching big, thick throbbers. Yeah. And now, in the space of his tenure, mate, you're getting declined. When you get you, yeah, you get when you're sliding into DMs. Like people aren't even opening the message, mate. Okay, that's now tough. I'll give you the hot tip. I'll give you the hot tip, mate. Kalen Ponga, if he does play rugby union, he's going to play in New Zealand. Yeah, because he wants to play for the All Blacks. Yeah, you know that. We all I know, know that. that. Everyone fucking knows that. He's got Kiwi in him. His dad's full-blown Kiwi and was yeah, like he's... crying over the thought of Kalen playing for the All Blacks. Kalen has said it'd be the pinnacle of his career. So why in God's name would, you even bother? would he bother playing for the for Beaterville? I tell you what it is. It's the equivalent of Checker. Like, is it is it sliding into the DMs of a Victoria's Secret model uh, on Instagram and expecting her to come and, you know. Yes. That's what it it's is. It's exactly it's exactly what it is. Checker is all of us, and Ponga is, uh, you know, Bella Hadid. And Checker's trying to slide into Bella's 
Ponga's DMs, and Bella has just gone, nah, bro. Nah, bro, you're fat and girthy. Yeah, exactly. Now, I mean, what would the what in God's name could Rugby Australia really offer Kalen Ponga? That well, would, like they can't afford to even pay players, but like what they'd have to offer him like ownership of a fucking franchise. Well, I think they'd just give him that flower cash. Well, here's the flower cash, and you could own the Waratahs, but not take on any of the uh, financial ruin that's probably going to bes- befall you were you to take on such a venture. Yes, something like that. But again, it's not going to happen no. because Kalen isn't going to go. Kalen to- Pong is a Victoria's Secret model, but he's not going to Australian rugby. No. He's going to New Zealand right yeah. now, probably eventually, mm. but not now. Not now. And not in the next five years, probably. No. So just give it a rest. Well, I'll tell you what else annoys me about the Kalen Ponga thing, Tom, is that surely the Knights should be awarded or given a pat on the back for putting faith in Kalen, right? Getting him to 600 grand a season fucking contract. They're the ones that got his signature, and that's that. All this shit about, oh, like he's getting shopped around, you have to up his contract. It's like, what? He's not getting shopped around, bro. This is like, you know, you've seen there's, there's, there's been these articles about like, uh, you know, oh, the Bulldogs getting a war chest together to get Kalen Ponger. It's like, do you think that the Newcastle Knights are not going to literally load that bastard up with cash when his contract comes out. Like, yeah, no, of course. As they if are. he's going to go to the dogs, of course. They are, but it annoys me that everyone's like, "Oh, you've got to upgrade him now." Why? No. Why do I no, need we to? Don't. Why he's- do I need to? I'm the. We're the ones that gave him six hundred when he was fucking nineteen, and, and he played, and he three played games. exactly. We were the ones that did that. No, but also you don't have to because he's on contract so you literally don't have to do anything now if you want to ensure that he stays around sure you can go look you got you know a year left well let's upgrade you next year to let's say he's on 300,000 a year let's upgrade you next year to 500,000 and then from the year after that you're on a mill a year like that, you know you're all good plus he's getting endorsements out his red headed asshole like he's Kalen's good for cash he's a Victoria's Secret model right so he's good he's good to go Bulldog's thinking they're going to get him is laughable. It's laughable. Dogs, listen. I'll give you a hot tip. You are going to be in the proverbial rugby league wilderness for a long time. Yeah. Good that, luck out that's, there. Yeah, that's just... it's going to That's be just the, the reality. You'd be on the wall. You'd be on the wall. You're wildlings now, yeah. bruh. Yeah. No one cares about you anymore. <laughs> You're awful. You are awful. You've got no good players. And I couldn't care for you. They've got, they've got Napa. That's it. And Foran is no longer where he was. Foran, the moment he left Manly. the peninsula, yep. became inferior. Now, is the Ponga situation, just before we wrap it, is that the example? Because obviously we've spoken about this before of like, uh, you know, the coach of the, uh, the the rugby union coach checkup being a farmer who's trying to, you know, uh, acquire prize bulls. But is, is Kalen Ponga an example of where the bull approaches a farmer now? You know what I mean? Where the, the, uh, the, the paradigm shifts, if that's the correct word? I think the paradigm does shift, if that's the correct term. Uh, I think that's absolutely what's happening. When you're a prize bull, you fuck who you want. <laughs> You don't just go with no like uh, with with no like uh, impoverished farmer. No, you go with the man with the best land, the best soil. You, you uh, got yeah, best crops, best cows, best cows. That's Kalen. Yeah, 
That's Kylan that's Ponga. Kylan, that's Kylan Ponga. Um, so, no, Checky, you can't have him. No, he hasn't read your message. And, like, maybe try, you know, getting fucking Cam Murray and Angus Crichton, you know, like. get Go after realistic targets. It's so unrealistic. And what you dropping him a message, like, just spend your energy elsewhere on something constructive. Yeah. That's not constructive. I don't feel like it is. I feel sorry for Czech, though. If he was Australian, if he didn't, if he, if he didn't want to play for the, the if fucking he hadn't All come Blacks, out and said he wanted to play for the All Blacks, and be like, yeah, sure, try and throw the kitchen sink at him, but he's literally said he wants to play for the All Blacks, <laughs> which, as far as I'm aware, is not the team you coach, Michael. <laughs> Uh, all right, punters, dribbles. Well, that's us this week um, at Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram. Like, subscribe, five stars. Please reach out if you are Curtly Beal. If you're not, then don't bother. Now, one solitary baggy green remains as Jake Donigan's has officially been mailed out to him. Obviously took my time with that one. He sent us, he sent us a few photos of that tattoo. It looks as legit as you could hope for. Um... So one more baggy green. Now, couple of things. This is this is. I just want to quickly itemize the things that I think we spoke about this the other day of just like what we want that could get your baggy green immediately. Violet Crumbles jersey, which is the Sydney Kings. Two of them. Two of them. These are these are by two because it's the final one. Violet Crumbles jersey times two. Dane Rampy robes. The Sydney Swan robes <laughs> times two. West Indian Sloppy Joes. West Indian Sloppy Joes <laughs> times two. <laughs> and that's all by two, Punish Dribblers. So if you want to fork out some cash. <laughs> if you want to rustle those items up and send them to us, then we can send you the final baggy grain. Yep. Uh... Also thinking of maybe doing a very limited T-shirt run. Yes, you were talking about that on the weekend. Well, I mean, I'm surprised I remember it. It just popped back into my head. Very limited punters, dribblers. We're just looking into it very early days, but uh, you'll know when there's a little bit more information, but just keep your eyes peeled. Uh, But I think that's all for this week, Eddie. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.